The ultimate city stuff, I don't know. I'll, 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 it's an item of food put here and there. Do you know what I mean? To look after my mum and that. Do you know I love my mum? Do you know what I mean? She comes first. And like, we struggled. We, you know, we, we lost we lost a house. We, we was in and out of refuges. Um, but my dad fell down. I love my dad dearly, do you know what I mean? But he fell down trapped, you know, like, drinking drugs. And, you know, like, we ended up in hostels and refuges, man. Me and my mum, do you know what I mean? So we was like, we were stuck. So I was going out, doing what I could to make a few quid. So I won the British National Title in ABCs. Then I won the ABAs, Junior. Then I won the Senior ABAs, the most prestige title. Like, yes, so I know England. It's called England. One England team, undefeated for England. I think I had 10 fights for them, 10 wins. And then I become England captain. And then I uh, got my uh, trials for the Olympic team GB. And then, yeah, then got on there. It's just, oh, I'm always looking at the end goal. Do you know what I mean? I'm just looking at the end goal. That's what drives me, man. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, just sort of chip away, man. Do you know I mean? just, just chip away, and go, just show up, show up every day. I, mean, I, I want to be fine for a toll by the end of the year anyway, and be fast track. But my town, Luton, uh, just give this back to me, man. It's better that I'm, I'm, I'm a normal kid, and it doesn't matter if I'm you know, a multi-millionaire and whatnot, man. I'll never forget where I'm from. Welcome back to Karen TV. Today it's a delight to be in the Hatton Gardens with one of the British boxes, hottest prospects, Jordan the Wanderer Reynolds. Jordan, how are we doing, pal? All good, mate. Thanks for coming down. No, much appreciated, much appreciate the opportunity, mate. All good. Um, so before we start, I'd like to say a shout out to Alfie Best. Um, today obviously we're at Best Kettle, so um, thanks to Alfie for letting us use the place. If you haven't seen Alfie's interview on the channel previously, go check it out. Great interview. And so let's get into it, Jordan. So um, before we talk about that, sort of what you're up to at the moment, obviously just turned pro last year. Yeah. Um, Want to go back and sort of talk about how you got into boxing, what sort of age, who got you into boxing? Yes, yeah, um, boxing's always been around my family. Um, I would say I've been come from a fighting family. Dad, five brothers, um, all done long jail sentences, so they've always instilled, you know, if you get hit, hit them back, don't grass. Um, and you kind of got to be a bit, know how to fight a little bit when you're in a state, otherwise you're going to be a needs target, do you know what I mean? So it's always been around me and I've always seen um, boxing around, just around in general life, mate. And so is some of your brothers older who sort of got into it before you then? Or? No, 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 well, I wouldn't have my dad's brothers. Um, my, uh, they've all, Joe, I'll be honest, they're all extreme athletes. Like, uh, my dad's just a bit of a professional footballer. He fell into drinking drugs. Uh, my uncle uh, was British champion weightlifter. Even to to, to 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 drink, um, yeah. and my other brothers all all athletes, you know what I mean? But they never really excelled. They just got to a certain level and then got distracted from the estate estate life, and then fell down a hole. And I, I literally just witnessed all this growing up, um, and I found books in through through being um, I was into a lot of trouble, mate, and uh, I was sent to a gym uh, to, to to keep my head down, and um, being at a gym. I just felt the love for it, mate. I felt like uh, someone just complimented me. It was Graham Mel. Uh, it was Graham Mel. He, he come down, he'd done a bit of pads with me, and he's like, beautiful, beautiful, you know, he's in the pads now. And I thought, at first, I was thinking, mate, it's a bit, a bit weird, mate, because I never really, growing up as a kid, I never had this love. I never had like, a loving, 
like and strange home life. It's a harder home life. Do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. love and and things. It was quite uh, so it was a lot of trauma growing up, mate. Do you know what I mean? So um, he was showing me all this love, you know, beautiful love. That I thought it was a bit, a bit strange, man. But like, I think I always craved that growing up, especially in school and things like that. And I just it took a real liking to it, man. And um, I ended up getting kicked out of school or not. And he said, come work at my gym. And uh, I think he knew what I was doing outside of school. He said, come work at 10 in the morning to 10 at night. It was a big decision, man. But from that, from, from taking that, uh, that choice, is dictated my future, bro. Like, it, uh, yeah. it, it set me free. Um, really changed my life. And so what age was it that you first went into the gym then? And 15. 15. Well, well, I actually went into a boxing gym when I was about 12, all right? And I thought, what am I doing? I was, it, was, it, was a, it was a local boxing gym in my state. I thought everyone's running around. So I was just like in and out, I'll do it for the crack with the lads. But then he was mainly 15 years old, mate. It was a bit late, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I peaked out quick. I, I was there 10 in the morning to 10 at night. I was doing people in the pads. And I was just putting this, I was putting the shift in because I knew like people were, were ahead. So I was like, I need to I need to kind of catch up. And I've I done well, man. I've done well. Like my first my first season of boxing, I had two fights. Then it ended me in the biggest championships in the ABAs. And uh, I went to the, the national finals. I boxed eight, you know, seven or eight times, and I come in between the country. And I thought, mate, like that's that's all right. Do you know what I mean? That's, that was Stevenage. That's actually how Alfie, we, uh, how, how Alfie uh, got to know me because I, I actually boxed his cousin, Matthew, Matthew Roberts. So uh, he was like the first Southpaw I ever boxed. I didn't even know what Southpaw was, man. I was just there was a new never, John. I didn't even know about boxing, man. I was just like a street fighter. And then um, when I was when I was uh, watching all these lads box. To the final, it was all West Ham, Repton, they had all six or seven lads in the final. And I thought, well, that's, that's where I need to go, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so I, thought, I said to him, come on, I said to him, I was only young, so I'm to go to West Ham, so you can't go to West Ham, it's dangerous, we've got no money, all this stuff. I said, now, I said, I want to do this, because I, I was doing I was doing silly stuff at home. I, 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 I had to make a few quid here and there, do you know what I mean, to look after my mum and that, do you know, I love my mum, do you know what I mean, she comes first and like, we struggled. We, you know, we, we lost. We lost a house. We, we was in and out of refuges. Um, my, my dad fell down. I love my dad dearly, Tommy, but he fell down a trap. You know, like drinking drugs, and you know, like we, we ended up in hostels and refuges, man. Me and my mum, do you know what I mean? So it was like we were stuck. So I was going out, doing what I could to make a few quid. You know, uh, never harming anyone, but um, just try to do the best for us. Do you know what I mean? Little things like even like going to back of Tesco, as you're saying. And taking the you know food which would expire in three or four days, things like that. Do you know I mean? So I always had this hustle mentality, and I've always kept that man. I've always, I've always, knew, I've always had to make a few quid here and there. Yeah. Um, so that always helped me. But um, my mum said, "Look, I said, mum, look, I'm getting in trouble. I'm bringing the police to the door and that." I said, "Mum, I said, listen, this is my way out. I'm a bit passionate about it. I want to do it. I want to change my life." Because um, all my family and that, like, I love my state. There's nothing wrong about being council state, living there. But they've never, they've never come out of the council state. They've never explored. They've just been there, so their their minds shut. So um, she sold all her jewelry, and I sold my clothes, my PlayStation, whatnot, just to make a few quid for like a month's train fare. Because trains, trains are expensive, man. Do you know what I mean? So yes, yeah, so we had enough money. I said, like, all right, let's go there. I went down there. Went down there. They took a liking to me. I remember going down there, West Ham, spitting sawdust, black and white. Pictures, Clarence Blue, Mickey May, Legend of the Game, made over 120 national champions, Nigel Ben, Kevin, Kevin Mitchell, Kerry Spinks, Olympic gold medalist. I was like, I know I'm in a proper gym. And I remember I was there on a Saturday, and I thought I was fit, because that's, what, that's what, what kind of won me in the fight, I was fit, strong, and game. And I went down there, and like, hey, I was just like, I was real, I was training with the kids as well. Like, I remember just like going over, getting a train home, 
I had to miss my training. I was just sitting there. I was just, I was wiped out. I thought, right, this is a proper gym. This is a proper gym. And uh, I ended up getting a job. I ended up getting a job in St Pancras, working there, so that would pay for my train fares. And then, um, then going to West Ham after. So I was just like, literally just living boxing. Do you know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, then a family. Then a family. Then a family. They said to me, they, they saw me looking a bit bummy. I'm a 16 year old lad, 17 year old lad. Going to West Ham by myself, I think they must have seen that things went right or whatnot. And I was staying there till late. And I was always like, the session would start at five o'clock, and I would do them sessions. Then I, I went, I went, like stopped till about ten p.m. because I do all the sessions: junior, senior, youth, whatever. So they said, a family said, they said, oh, um, they got to know me and things like. That. They said, oh, like we've got, if you ever want to live near us, you, you can. We've got a spare house, spare room, whatever. She was like, alright, I was just thinking like, oh, it's a bit strange, some of it, she was lovely. So then things were happening at home, man. Um, I saw a lot of abusive stuff, uh, and I was just like, one thing after another, man. I just thought, like, I need, I need to get out. And my sister ended up moving out, so I was just, I was just alone, man. I was just a lone kid, do you know what I mean? Um, very insecure, hate, had full of hate. Mate, walking around, I used to hate my dad, man, do you know what I mean? I was walking around with a knife now. If I see my dad used to sit about him, done some bad things, you know what I mean, it's all just, through family stuff, like, I said, it's, it's supposed to be my family, like, it's my, it's like, my mum's, 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 kids, the Dumbletons, yeah, they would be like, influencing me, saying silly stuff, you'd never be anything, you'd just be like your dad, all this, do you know what I mean, just trying to dictate my future, man, so it's like, I'm out of it, do you know what I mean, I thought, I'm out of it, um, went over there, viewed, it was in Essex, big house, sunny day, I thought, mate, I said, it's nothing I want from. I could leave my car doors open. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, it was lovely. So yeah, I just uh, stayed there and um, made just that, that choice there just kept me kept me out of trouble, man. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's an incredible story, though. It's um, obviously a lot of people have sort of pushing supportive families that allow them to obviously get to the top sport level and um, they get into it from a really early age. But to do it, it's just walk into the gym at fifteen and then sort of take to it so naturally. Is uh, yeah, fair play to yourself yeah. and to have the determination to sort of take away yourself away from the streets. Yeah, this, the yeah, yeah. It was every choice, man. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing, and I'm supposed to be here. Like every every time I was supposed to go back, trying to do a few things, make a few quid the other way, I would always get like a kick in the teeth. Like, like I stayed uh, the first six months of staying there. The, the lads were ringing me saying, I'll "Come back, come see us." When I was like, oh, I was kind of missing home. Do you know what I mean? I was missing missing the lads, so I thought. So I was like, all right, go on in. I go to the little house party. The only thing that was putting me off was um, I trained in the morning and I was working nights just to make a few quid. And uh, so, so, so I said, nah, nah, do you know what? I said, I'm not going to. I said, uh, I'm going to leave this one. Then I get a phone call five in the morning. My best mate gets shot in the back. So I was like, poor man. I was lucky, man. But then, then but a month later, when I did go home with my sister, I went to see my sister. I got a tattoo priced up. Um, I got a tattoo priced up. Um, I, walked, I was with my sister walking. We all passed these lads, I bumped, bumped into one, just with my sister, do you know what I mean? Obviously, I don't want to trouble, man, but um, he's just going, oh, mad, going, oh, you're mad, you're mad, you're mad. So he's, so he's come out, and he's tried to hit me, but I've laid into him, and then I looked at the other fella, and he just pulled out a blade. And he's just trying to just trying to chase me, and I'm like, chase me in the back of town. And it's like every time I've gone back to like, I just feel like it's always been a blessing, like I'm on, I'm on the right track. No matter what setbacks happen, or, or things happen to me, it's always led me in the right direction. So I was just kind of like, just trust the trust the process, man, and uh, trying to just make positives out of every you know out of every uh, 
Yeah, of course, we look like we're definitely making the right choices. Like, so there's nothing, um, there's not many happy endings in the streets and that street right. life. I've seen it myself, unfortunately. Yeah. Obviously, I think a few hundred people have all gone down the wrong road yeah. and it's, uh, it's, it's easy, man. I, I'm an extremist. I mean, boxes my way out. Like, even I could hate it, man. Like, it's hard. It's a poor man's sport. It really is. Like, like, like I'm always saying, I was saying to the lads, it's harder. Boxing's harder if, if you've got a few quid. It's harder for them because they don't need to do it. They don't need to keep punching the head. They don't have to wake up early in the morning and go for these mad setbacks and these injuries and these niggles and investing. Like, uh, for me, it's kind of like, mate, uh, I have to. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Even if I hate it, I'll do it anyway. I'll do it like I love it. If not, then it's, like you said, it's the streets where you can, you can flip a box here and there. And you, that, that, that's, that's easy. That, that's what we know. That, that's what we know. We, we make money that easy. But I'm, just try, I'm trying to go legit. I want to look after my, look after my dad. Do you know what I mean? Like, all, all, all the stuff we went through. And that's, what, that's why I love boxing so much, man. It, it got rid of that hate and just made me just want to love. Mm. I know forgive my dad and we worked things out and we built a relationship and like, man, I've, I've even helped him, man. He was the first time he rang me a few months ago saying that he was crying, man. It's nothing worse than hearing your man crying. Like, I don't want to, I don't want anything to happen to him. I think to myself, I should have been there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I regret. So I was like, he was saying like, like he didn't want to be here. He was crying. So like, like, I'm sick, sick of, sick of this. I'm like, man, I, I, I take, mate, like from my sister, my mum, my dad, my whole family, man. Like, I'm like the man of the house early, man. So I have to take all this responsibility from mm-hmm. young man. So I was like, mate, I was like, fucking, I was like, all right. I said, listen, Dad, I said, this is good. I said, this is the first time in 10, 15 years you've, you've admitted you've got a problem. I said, I said, all right, let's, let's get this. And I was like, all right, I need to go home to my So I remember I booked a hotel for three weeks, yeah. And in my head, I was like, right, I want to get, just give him a hotel and lock him in a hotel and just be with him for three weeks and dry him out, dry him out. So, so I had to go book to that, arranged it. Then I was like, I rang Louise, who's like, um, I'm like an ambassador for Cherry, for some like, uh, she's a doctor. So what do you know, see freaking donations and whatnot, you know, what I should do. She's like, no, don't do that. She's like, you can kill him. He'd have a fit and whatnot. So I was like, oh, mate. So I didn't know what to do. But so I, so I just tried to use social media, Facebook. Because Facebook and social media is like a drug. Do you know what I mean? Like people get, you know, like, happy when they get likes and comments and that. So I started putting a few, few things on my dad's Facebook and that. And to see that, to show that uh, people cared about him. And I started, so I set him up on the gym, started going to the gym, everyone's going, yeah, yeah, like, it was like, mate, it's mad. But now, mate, he's like, oh, man, for, for uh, I had breakfast with him the other day, it's flying. It's flying, good old, like, it's flying. He's back there, he gave me 1,500 quid to put aside, because he wants to come to my wedding in Mexico. Mate, like, I'm thinking, mate, like, so it's good to have my dad back, like, like do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, what he's done in the past, my mum and his it's never right, do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't do that stuff, but um, it's great to have, like, my dad there, where I've, you know, fucking built a relationship, changed, changed things with my mum, do everything for my mum, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's been mad. It's been mad, it's been mad. It's been mad. Like, I could go deep. It's just all you mad. You sound like you're sort of old beyond your years and that, where you've had to sort of mature really quickly. Um, really? And it's obviously probably done you a world of good, and hopefully that should keep you on track, you know, yeah. for all the difficulties that you might encounter throughout, obviously, your boxing career yeah, that's yeah. due to come up. So talk to me about how long you stayed amateur then, and so obviously you achieved obviously got the NBA final really quickly. Yeah. How long did you stay? How many years you stayed amateur? I, I just thought because so obviously I started a pro gym, so I always, I always knew boxing was a business. So I thought, all right, I'm gonna stay amateur. I'm gonna learn my apprenticeship um, and do everything that people told me I couldn't do. Was you know I think I stayed there for ten, what was it, ten years? Yeah, ten years I've done, I've done in the amateurs. I thought, all right, let's win a national title. So I won the British national title in ABCs. Then I won the ABAs, junior. Then I won the senior ABAs, the most prestige title. 
know, yes, so I love England. Let's go to England. We're going to England team, undefeated for England. I think I had 10 fights for them, 10 wins. And then uh, becoming the captain. And then uh, got my uh, trials for the Olympic team GB. And then, yeah, then got on there. There's always been setbacks. I dropped some attendance just a week before my last trial. Mm. So I had psoriatic surgery. And then, yeah, so, yeah, there's always something, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I had over 100 amateur fights, uh, 112 fights, 98 wins or something like that. Um, so I take it off, mate. You know, books, books abroad. Yep. Books the best in the world. The that's, that's an incredible amateur record. Yeah, so like, yeah, we've done well, man. I feel like lads when we started seven years old. Yep. Do you know what I mean? But my biggest downfall now was like I've, I've kept that mindset of need to keep working hard, keep grafting, keep learning. But I'm, I'm there. So I'm getting these little niggles and things like that. Well, where you need to always keep that underdog mentality in every sport. Sure. Always keep learning yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. the champion. And stuff but, but, like but, but I know that less is more sometimes. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I see it. I've got a lot of miles on the clock, man. Do you know what I mean? So I've just got to chill and um, enjoy it as well. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm a lunatic, man. I'm, I'm fucking, I have to be like, yeah. on it. Do you know what I mean? And so you ended up, what, you end up turning pro at 25? 26. 26, you yeah, turned pro. Yeah, just 26. And so what, made you decide to turn pro at that point? What made you realise you achieved so much was, in the amateurs? Yeah, I've done all that. I thought, you know, I'm ready. I've always had a pro style. But it was the Olympics, really. Like, I, like it was just, I didn't really like how it was all working out. But then again, it all happened for a reason and it worked out better for me anyway. Like, I just, I was doing the Olympic trials. I was going for the Olympics. Uh, one, the last year as an amateur, I won everything, man. Won all gold, the best in British. Uh, went to, and this is with an injury. I had a stick disc, I had a sciatica for a whole year, man. I uh, mate, like, so I was like, I can't, I said, I have to hold my spot, do you know what I mean? And if you, if you watch my fights, I'm always standing up in the corner, and like, I couldn't even sit down, I had to sell my, people don't see it, I had to sell my car, I used to get a train to, to, to Sheffield, yeah, every, every week, right? We weren't driving now, I was getting a train, I was standing up, fucking two and a half hours, I couldn't sit down. People weren't seeing that, man, and um, they were giving me medication, I was, I was getting side effects, it was, it was mad, but I, I, I grinded it out, and, um, I had like one every. I won a gold in Norway, gold in Finland. I smashed it, man. And then the last tournament was Belarus. I knew if I if I won the gold, you know, five fights in, in a week, you know, Belarus, Russia, all Turkey, all these lads. Yeah. I would go to the next, the first qualifier. So I was like, mate. And I won a gold, man. Like I couldn't like I won. A, I'd done it. Do you know what I mean? And then uh, things happened and whatnot. Then I found out that they they weren't even going to use me. They wanted they wanted to try and test someone for uh, the GB who's a way above to get down to my way. I was like, he hadn't even proved. So I was a bit, I was a bit like, I was a bit bitter, like, I was a bit like, all right. But in my head I thought, I'll, I'll get there anyway, I'll overtake him. But then they end up sending, he couldn't make the way, then they sent the lad who I'd be in the best of British anyway. So yeah. I was just like, mate, so I thought, do you know what? When I turn pro, then COVID, COVID came anyway. So then it's just like, all right, let's chip away and do whatever, mate. Yeah, of course. I'm sure a lot of uh, people sort of turned over during that COVID time when all yeah. the amateur boxing stopped. And like I said, you'd achieved so much anyway, there's no reason for you to turn, uh, not to turn pro. Yeah. There's obviously a lot of politics, it seems like, in the amateurs as well. Like yeah, just, just in boxing in general, mate. Uh, it's a business and like sometimes your face might have to fear or whatnot. Um, but, you know, everyone's on a different path and mm. everything for a reason, do you know what I mean? I just, the comedy seemed well about it. Yeah. I've literally done my best, mate, and I hated it up there, to be honest, but I turned up every day. I turned up every day and I, mate, I had a severe injury, man. It was, it was ruining my head, mate, yeah. honestly, but, um, 
Yeah. Okay, so you end up turning pro last year then. Yeah. And so obviously you're free now at the moment, but so how would you assess sort of the first year in the pro ranks? How you took to yeah. it? Um, good, good mate. Like I ended up, uh, so like, literally, I've always thought of the hard roads, the mad road, like I always first of my road. Like, I thought I'll move to Ireland, stay away from distractions. Do you know what I mean? Stay away. So I was over there for a year and it was like, made the lockdown come and it was strict there. So why Ireland then? Who was that strain? That was with Peter Taylor, K Taylor's name. Yeah. Like, and I just feel like, it's just, I, I just... I Did you have a relationship with him prior to... Yeah, like, I was chatting to him. I see, I see him in the amateurs and think I thought, mate, he's a real coach. Do you know what I mean? But like, I think, well, like, I, I hadn't lived at home since I was 16. Like, I've, been, I've been kind of like, fostered and moving around houses and up and down the country meeting different people, living in different places. And like, I just feel like, I need to just stay away, stay, stay away from home. But really, man, it's fine. Like, you can find the home is home. It's fine to be there. But you learn that anyway. Listen, you live and you learn. But uh, yeah, I stayed there for a year and made my debut with, with Pete. Uh, but I just thought it won't really work for me. Like, just like, I couldn't get home and I was missing my nephew and obviously my, obviously my missus. And that. Like, I wouldn't be seeing anyone. I just thought, right, I was there for a year and I thought, right, made my debut. As a thank you to Pete, I'm just going to leave and put all that hard work into me. So then, um, yeah, come home and then uh, went to South London, moved to South London and then uh, with Al Smith, I boxed him and had another two fights. And yeah, we're flying, mate. we're chipping away. Got me 3 0. Could have been 4 0, but then obviously I had this injury. Mm. Got me another, little, another little thing. Of course, um, it sounded like you're used to them after you went through the amateurs. Mate, so how like, serious is the injury? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, man. Like, obviously, I had my, had my... So before I went to the Olympic team, I had my bicep tendon rupture, right? Then I had surgery. Then they said they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't find my tendon. So I had to go private, which is eight grand, mate. Which, 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 mate I don't come for money, right? It's just a few quid. Then um, I obviously had a whole year of sciatica. Then I turned pro. Then when I turned pro, they said... Uh, had some medical issues with, with the brain scans, and a bit of a scare. So that, that pushed my debut even longer. So I was like, mate, like, pushed it back another, another six months. And then, then, then I had that, and then uh, I'd done a, then last year, right, it was like November, I was supposed to fight, done a 10-week camp, get to the weigh-in, the fellow didn't turn up. So, so I thought to myself, mate, crazy. That's just all mate. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go away, yeah, I'm gonna go away, Get engaged, just, just go on holiday, go to Mexico, just no budget holiday, yeah. just fucking enjoy myself, right? So I'm a few quid down now, yeah? I'm a few quid down now. But uh, over there, I was like, I had a, I had a phone call saying, you know, you've got a big show, Eddie Hearn show, The Zone, February, big show, and I was like, all right, sound. I smashed that. So um, come back, still training December, still training over there as well, as well. Come back, done another 10 week camp, week before, last spa, boom, dropped from my distal tendon. I had to get private surgery, that's another 12. What tendon? Distal, it's like elbow. Okay. Yeah, that's another 12 grand down, down, down. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, 12 grand. You had to operate, yeah. yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's just like. Have you done that, the operation? Yeah, I had it, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm well ahead, man. Like, um, so the surgeon's happy about it went right. Oh, man, so I took my cast off. Um, good, mate, it's good, yeah, it's good. Don't rush it. Yeah, I'm going to rush it, yeah. But um, that's what I say, like, I'll be ready in a couple of months, but I want to give myself to about August. Yeah, so you and must be itching to sort of get back in there. So it's obviously in 2021, you end up having three fights. Yeah. So how hard is that after what you've been used to? You spoke about fighting five times in a week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so how hard is it just to have three fights over yeah, a year? Yeah, it's... It's, it's uh, to stay determined without like, something to... It's just, it's just, oh, I'm always looking at the end goal. Do you know what I mean? I'm just looking at the end goal. That's what drives me, man. Do you know what I mean? And... Uh, 
sortable way, man. Do you know what I mean? Just, just chip away and go to show up, show up every day. Okay, so what is the end goal then for you? To, 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 financial freedom? Yeah, talking nah, belts or nah, nah, it's, it's to be free, bro. It's to be free. I'll come from nothing, man. It's to be free. It's to, to look after my family and, and, and just live a good life. Don't, don't get me wrong, mate. I want to be world champion and whatnot, but um, belts, they, they just get dusty, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no point me being a three or four time world champion um, and spend my money and, yeah. and, and, and then, then, then do all that sacri- do all this sacrificing, yeah? All these setbacks I've gone through and then what? Go back to work. Yeah. Go back to labour or something. I, 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 I'm not doing that, man. So it's, it's, it's been smart. Yeah. And this, this time here now, man, like, it's given me time to actually work on things. You know, I open a little promotion up. I want to open up a gym. Good. A little business with my missus. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, trying to just... just Crack on, make a few quid yeah. here and there, man. You have to. And so you you become your appropriate super well, bro. Is that correct? Uh, middleweight. M- middleweight, yeah, middleweight. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's a super well boxer. You're obviously huge. You're like six foot. Yeah, yeah. And so, what weight do you see yourself ideally? Where's going to be your think, prime weight? Well, so in the amateurs, I was boxing at seventy-five kilos, which is super middleweight. Yeah. And I was like, I was doing well, man. Like, I was, if I if I would get beat, it'd be like by Olympians or world-class lads. So I know I can handle more weight there. I can. I'm fine in that way, but the pros are for you get day before weigh in and that. I thought higher nutritionist, I said let's do super well weight. So I've done middle weight, I looked a bit fleshy, so I thought I can do super well weight if I'm dedicated. Do that for a bit, if I feel like I need to move up, then I just move up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm well confident in the super well weight, especially in the top 10. I, mean, I, I want to be fine for a toll by the end of the year anyway. Be fast track, so. Yeah, of course, with all your sort of pedigrees and amateurs, no reason for you to have loads of. Uh, Fights against Germany. Yeah, 15, yeah, 15 and 0, 15 fights, 15 and 0, 10 knockouts. They fight someone half decent, mate, they end up getting chinned. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, where they get sort of taken too slowly, people are elite amateurs, they're fighting against people they wouldn't even be in the ring with as yeah, amateur. amateur. So yeah. you end up slightly going backwards. Yeah, I understand. And then and they lose that, like, that focus and that, that drive. That and, and you see it, like, you get lads, they, they end up uh, thinking they're a bit better than they are, and things like that, mate. It's been made like, it's just, we're all in the game. It's mad. And so talking about titles this year, what are you sort of looking at? Southern area or maybe potentially an English title by well, the end of the year? Whatever way MTK Global wanna wanna guide me, obviously they, they advise me, they are good people, man. Uh, so who do you say is advising you? Uh, MTK Global. Yeah, so you've got a big uh, big team behind you then yeah, straight away. Yeah. So after all your amateur pedigree you've got the chance to be on a sort of decent platform straight away. Yeah, yeah. And strong, a de- strong, decent strong team management. behind you. Yeah, strong management. Well I can go on all different platforms for better. With the zone, you know, for DT sports, what, whatnot. But uh, yeah, like we see, we sit down and speak. Like, but if it's a southern area, I think it's southern area. If it's the English, if it's the international title, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just want to crack on, man. Okay. You know I mean? So when um, can people hope to see you back in the ring? Then when do you hope them to? I say, I say August, August, September, August, September. Uh, obviously, looking for four and Whether that's just a little, little small hall show or whatnot, and then, yeah. and then a big show, but. I'm, I'm looking just. Uh, well, it would have been nearly a year out of the ring by then, so maybe a warm up one before getting chucked yeah, in, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're ready, man. I, I'm, I'm always fit, do you know what I mean? I've, uh, I'm still, still fresh, man. Do you know what I mean? I just want to. But yeah, I say, I say always September, man. And so when are you hoping to get back in the gym then? I'm already in the gym. What, you were punching and stuff? Yeah, no, no, I'm doing like, doing like little movements and whatnot. Nothing too mad, but I'm, uh, I'm in the gym, I'm training. But, oh, man, after a week of my surgery, I was doing the habits to codeine and morphine and whatnot. Mate, I was like, oh, oh, there's no point going to the gym no. if you're a morphine. Yeah, no good, mate. No, ain't no good, mate. They get depressed with that stuff, man. Yeah. So literally, I was supposed to be. They want me to take it for three weeks. So I thought, now I'm gonna get off that. 
and then after the week and then I took the cast off, I saw the doctor, I took the cast off and I was sound and then I've just been doing running and I feel fit, the weight's good, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but I'm down to boxing gym next week, just work on the one hand, just work on things. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to do like boxing maybe once or twice a week and then a bit of cardio here and stay fit and healthy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Work on other things. It's a big, it's a big old world out there. It's a big life. Do you know what I mean? It's like you look like you've got the right sort of mindset. Like you say, obviously during these injuries and stuff like this, which are fully expected in contact sport, they're going to yeah, happen, yeah, aren't they, all yeah, the time? Yeah. Um, so you're sort of looking at other options, looking at businesses, yeah. looking at stuff after boxing or during boxing on the side. 100%. Obviously, invest your money correctly, then you shouldn't have to go work on somebody. Instead, you can get people working for you. Yeah, exactly that. I'm just opening up a Jordan Rose Books Academy, so obviously for the kids. Nice, where's that? Uh, that'd be in uh, just outside Lou and Byron. Right? Okay, is that open now, is it? Yeah, it's open now. Um, we're going to be, it's normally it's like quite independently, so we go to schools and help help the kids who, you know, who suffer or whatnot. Um, That's really good to be doing. Yeah, right? yeah you have to manage them. I know it's like I'm nothing, man. Do you know what I mean? So if, if you give these kids hope that it is possible, I'm not just having the most talented, but I work hard, I show up every day, get out of the system. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Just get out, I just want to get out of the system. And it's just mad, isn't it? So, yeah. No, it's <laughs> really good. And so you've um, you've got a really good following as well from early in your career, which is sort of imperative, isn't it? It's so important in boxing to obviously have the amateur pedigree, a good following, to sell a few tickets, and hopefully that should help your career. Like, how do you feel up? This is that from this day? Is that all your friends? Yeah, I, th I think it's just noise. I've, I've, well, I've, uh, I get on with everyone. Like, I try and get on with everyone. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've uh, lived here and there and everywhere. I've just mingled with everyone. Met real good people, man. At least I know everyone. I know, I know, I know, I know a lot of lads. Do you know what I mean? So, like, but my town, Luton, uh, just get this back, man. It's just I'm, I'm a normal kid. It doesn't matter if I'm, you know, multi multi millionaire and. Well, not, man. I never forget where I'm from, and I yeah. always help my people. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like. I always go out my way just to, to do things for free, man. Do you know what I mean? Every, every week. Do you know what I mean? So I think people would take a liking to that, and random people who support me just think he's a normal kid. Do you yeah. know what I mean? His dad, or his family, and just trying to chip away. Do you know what I mean? We're all just trying to get it. Do you know what I mean? And um, so, where about you based at the moment? And you're not back in Luton, and you're trying to South London. Where about you? So, this is South trap, but we're moving. Me and the missus have moving, we're looking for uh, we're going to jump on the ladder. So we're looking for like a little village called Harlington. So we're looking for that for like April. So uh but I'm on it mate, I'm, I'm proper I'm, gr I'm grinding every day man. Yeah. So I uh, literally trying to pick up a few quid everywhere and um makes just wanna make sure I'm secure. That's 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 what scares me the most man, do you know what I mean? I just wanna be secure. Do you know what I mean? And like these 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 little setbacks, the fire night, it did knock me back because I had so many plans, you know, especially with my mum. she's like she's working You've got to work here. I have to bring her work up, man. Like, she works. She's, like, she's an old woman. She's 60, yeah? And she's working in the warehouse in the cold for hospice, yeah? The hospice is supposed to be helping people, kids and whatnot, helping work with you know what I mean? So, I just, I hate it, I hate it. I just want to look after, like, I don't know. So, yeah, do you, know I mean? you sound like, like I said, you've got a real wise head on your shoulders. You look like you've got everything going for you in terms of pedigree, did really well for working so hard with the amateurs so long. Got a great team behind you yeah. going into the pros, and you're thinking about options outside boxing at the same time. Yeah. What's going on? I think you need sort of distractions there for when these sort of times when injuries do come. Uh, maybe in a couple of years' time, you've got a little business on the side. Yeah. It won't be such yeah, yeah. pressure. Just, just, just take pressure on the shoulders. You know you've achieved. That. You know you're like in the background working. It's like passive income, man. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. uh, you can't like you, you just got you got to work hard, man. Do you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, right, you've got to keep that. Like I said, the underdog mentality. At the end of the day, 
no matter what happens, no one, no one really cares. Yeah. No one cares. So we're just gonna have to keep working harder every day anyway. Because no one's like, the injuries, like, no, no, like, no, no one cares. Everyone's got so much stuff going yeah, on in their own life. It's the same conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm going like this, I'm going to do this, like, no, no, no one cares. Do you no. know what I mean? So just work harder, get over it. And that's why I'm, I'm a freak of like, trying to do things because and help myself and be on by myself. I'm a lonely wolf, mate, and, and going to get it because no, no one cares, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Just keep that mentality and I'm sure you're going to go a long way. Um, and have you got a sort of message for your fans and that? Obviously, um, there was probably people who were hoping to see you last November fight. And, uh, yeah, just Joe, Joe, I'm actually sorry for everyone because obviously I've been trying to do like a big wonder, wonder experience. So, like, they pay, they pay a couple of quid. Um, Quid, quid, and it was like Chicken George, you get a free drink, free beer. And it's you know, Chicken George is award winning chicken shop, I'm real. You go there, that'd be the base. Then they, then people get their travel there and back. But we've had that three, two or three times now, and it, it's cancelled. Do you know what I mean? So I, I do apologize to everyone, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's out of my hands, uh, and just thanks for your support. Do you know what I mean? I hope I make everyone proud, and yeah, we'll we, we soon, we, we soon be back. Yeah, unfortunately, it's part of Parcel Boxing, isn't it? Crazy. And talking about some sort of current topics in boxing at the moment, obviously a couple of weeks ago we saw the Taylor Catchrell mm. fight. Um, how did you think that went? Obviously? Yeah, well, I'll be honest with you, like, uh, in my head I thought Josh would be too too big, too strong, maybe may stop him later rounds. But I saw him at the weigh-in scales for that, and I thought, all right, I thought, you know what, I'll go with Catchrell. Do you know what I mean? And it's not that Catchrell's, you know, ten times better fighting. I think it was just... He got the game plan spot on on the night, and he just showed up. And that's what boxing is, it's, it's, it's who shows up. That's what it comes down to, who shows up on the night. And he showed up, and um, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he won. I thought he won, I thought I gave Josh three or four rounds. Um, it's a real wide decision. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. Down, No, it's a big crux, it's crux. So you believe boxing is corrupt then? Yeah, it's, yeah. When, when, when you look at fights like that, then you have to say it's a big corrupt, and they need to go back, but they need to go back and, and analyse it and see what. Um, but boxing, they, they, they need to stop. Because if you've got kids, my nephew's at home watching that. He was like, oh, I want to do that, I want to get into that. And they watch that. And they see that and they go, Well, I want to work all hard, all, you know, all weeks of hard work. And then that happens to me. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Do you know what I mean? It puts people off. I've got a little boy yeah. down the boxing club. We take him down there, we make all the sacrifices. Do you know what I mean? boxing club. Then sees. Something gets stolen away from someone. You think, let's get into a yeah, different sport. This is crazy. Do you know what I mean? But, but that's just like, and that's not just Taylor's fault or nothing like that. It's just like, whoever watching that, do you know what I mean? And Josh Taylor will move up yeah. and he will be a world champion in the next week. He's on boom. I, spy, I remember I spied him years ago. I didn't even know, didn't know who he was at the time. Mate, I was like, like lightweight. Mate, like, mate, like, do you know what I mean? He's, like, he's unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, he's, he's certainly been fast tracked. Hopefully you can sort of follow that same path. That's it, yeah. But if everything goes correct, how many fights do you think it'd be before you'd be fighting for a world title or how many years down the line, a couple of years down the line? Yeah, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just going to be fast, man. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I can't, I can't say look, next year I'm going to fight Canelo or something like that. It'll be, it'll be realistic, but I'm just going to make sure I can do my best, put myself in the best situation for that, for that outcome. Do you know what I mean? So just end, end of the year, maybe like British title or something like that next year or, or the year after. No, just keep just just do do the best I can do, man. Do you know what I mean? I let MTK do with that. I'm just gonna show up. Yeah. So you mentioned your girlfriend a couple of times. Is she supportive of you? And your oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. She's led, mate. Uh, obviously, she's uh, we're engaged now. So engaged. Yeah, yeah, mate. So I've got to grow up now. Do you know what I mean? So uh, now she's got a girl, mate. Um, listen, we're we're uh, 
she, she's bang on. She's seen how, how hard the game is, man. Do you know what I mean? A hard game. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? But she's a girl. She's got her own businesses. She's just flew out to Marrakesh this morning to work. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you, you need real boxing, all right? I've always said it. You, you either have one good woman behind you, where you work together by, and you look after each other, you build businesses, and you both in that mindset, or you have none. And you just and you do what you need to be allowed to join. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't help if you've got sort of grounded home life keeping you on the straight and narrow getting early nights, it's definitely going to help you. Yeah, it? man. Yeah, like, we all like to do some when young and we all like, we all like, we all like to have a party and fun that, but you do want to be influenced, do you know what I mean? Like, you need that little influence, do you know what I mean? Where it's like a reminder, you are that tomorrow, or you're this tomorrow, instead of like people going, no, no, come on, come on, come out, come out. And you're spending more money out and things like that, and you get trained. This is what I mean. So, uh, yeah, you need, you, need, you, need, you need good people around you, mate. Of course. And um, so, like I said, I will say a big thank you for today, Jordan. And hopefully, we can do make it sort of a regular thing down the line sure. and we can sort of watch your progress over the next few years and hopefully you achieve all your goals and everything you set out to in this sport. Cool. Um, do you want to give a shout out to anyone today, your girlfriend or your fiance? Or your mate, I just said what back of me, man. Literally, there's so many people to thank. Do you know what I mean? There's uh, people, people uh, are always back. Obviously, Alfie Best, the best girls for the last come down. Um, but um, nah, get help with that. Obviously, they've, they've been loyal. They've been loyal. They support me. Good sponsor of mine. Um, these times, these these hard times here, you find out who's real and who's not. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, go to my Instagram. Check out my sponsors. Yes, yeah, so there's nothing. So yeah. what is your Instagram? Check, it, check, link yeah. below the description, guys. Go check that out. You can tell us what it is. Yeah, J Reynolds Boxing is my Instagram. Reynolds Boxing is my Twitter. But if you just go there, obviously you see all my sponsors there. Anyway, we're on top of that and. Uh, to show them love and that other people are backing me. So, yeah. Well, like I said, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity today, Jordan, and mm -hmm. wishing you best of luck going forward. I'm sure you're going to achieve uh, a lot in the sport. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, till next time, thank you very much. And again, shout out to Alfie for making this space today. Go check out his interview as well. Cheers, Cheers. guys.